Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello there, gorgeous filmmakers, screenwriters, beautiful, creative souls. How are you today? I hope you're well. I'm having a great day. I'm really lucky right now. My parents are nearby, so they've been looking after my two-year-old, which is such a treat because I actually got the morning to myself and I went to the gym, which if you're a mom, you might relate. (laughs) It's kind of amazing. So I hope you're having a great day too and a great week that you're getting your films made, that you're writing your scripts, that you are just burning bright as the creative being that you are meant to be. Now, today, this is our second podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm so thrilled that you actually tuned in again for a second time. I'm so excited to do this. As I say, all last year I was thinking about doing this, and it took me that long, (laughs) that long of thinking about doing a podcast to actually get myself together to sit down and record them. But here we are, we're doing it. So this is the second one. And as you will know, if you listen to the first one, I kicked off with uh, this idea about keys to success, you know, and what I want to share with some personal ways when I look back on my life and things that I have achieved, things that allowed my greatest successes to happen or things that enabled them to happen. And last week we got into the the whole idea about following your heart and your intuition, which is so important. And I just think that is probably the number one thing if you are going to have any success as an artist is learning to trust your inner guidance rather than conventional wisdom or what you think you should do or what the experts tell you to do, but really tuning into your heart and taking action based on that. Today, we are going to part two of this. And what I want to talk about today is something that I think is really scary for a lot of people, but it has undoubtedly been the key to my greatest successes. And I think if you look at most people who have had great success, you'll see it's the key for them too. And what it is, is this. It's taking action before you are ready. Now, when I say that, you might already just think, WTF, Diane, right? That is not smart, right? Preparation is everything. You've got to pay your dues. You've got to study. You've got to learn. You've got to you know, work your way up. You've got to earn your position. Does this sound familiar? But here's the deal. Really, ultimately, you learn something by doing it. You cannot possibly know everything about something until you do it. And if you wait until you're ready, you will probably wait forever because you're never really ready. I mean, let's think about this in terms of something that probably most of us have done as adults and like it's learn to drive a car. You know, if you can read about learning to drive a car, you can watch people do it. You can, you can watch YouTube videos about it. You know, you could you know, be able to do all the tests about it. But until you get behind the wheel and drive one, you do not know how to drive a car, right? <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> you might think you know, but you don't. It's by doing it that you will learn. And really the best way to drive a car, what is it? Is it to read all the books? Is it to learn all the theory? Is it to know what all the experts say? Of course it's not. 
The best way to learn to drive a car is to get into the driver's seat, put your hands on the wheel and turn the key in the ignition and go, right? So in my book, this applies to absolutely everything. And it certainly applies to writing screenplays, selling screenplays, making movies. Dive in, take action, learn by doing the thing rather than waiting until you think you've earned the right, rather than learning by theory or learning by looking at how other people do things. So I want to break this down, this idea of taking action before you're ready and how it looks like, particularly for screenwriters and filmmakers. With screenwriting, many people feel they have to read every book in screenwriting before they write a screenplay. (laughs) They have to learn all the rules. Some people even feel they have to go to college for it. Some people feel they have to do master's degrees in it. And some people feel like they haven't really earned the right to do it until they have passed these kinds of hurdles. Now, basically, this is hooey. (laughs) You don't have to read anything. You don't have to read a single book on screenwriting if you don't want to. You don't certainly don't have to get a college degree in it. What you have to do is write screenplays. That's how you'll learn. You know, if you have a choice between spending a year studying screenwriting by reading all the books, reading screenplays, talking about screenplays, watching YouTube videos, getting into Facebook groups and chatting about it, you know, you could do all those things for a year. And to be honest, at the end of the year, you would be a kind of great academic about screenwriting, but you would not be a screenwriter. On the flip side, if you spent your whole year just writing screenplays, if you wrote five screenplays in one year, trust me, at the end of the year, you would have earned the name screenwriter. You would be a screenwriter and you would have learned so much. There's no world in which you could write five screenplays and not get better at it, right? So to me, that's always preferable, you know? Take action before you're ready. Don't listen to all the experts. Don't feel you have to know everything. Just jump in and do the thing and do it again and again until you start to get a handle on it. Now, I have met people who think they have to write multiple scripts before they can approach agents and or hope to sell their scripts. It's quite common knowledge or conventional wisdom to say, you know, that you have to have a minimum of three scripts before you approach an agent. There's no, you know, and there's no way you'll get, you'll get one without that. There's no way you can sell a script unless you've written multiple scripts. I mean, the Facebook groups of screenwriters are just full of people saying this kind of stuff. And basically, it's utter hooey. It's totally not true. I mean, it might be true for you if you make it your truth, but it doesn't have to be true. Personally, I wrote one script and I sold it. And on the basis of selling that one script, I got hired to rewrite a script for an A-list director, uh, John McTiernan, if you're curious. <laughs> so, you know, like on the basis of writing one screenplay, I launched my screenplay career. And there's no reason that it couldn't be that way or shouldn't be that way for you. Now, I'm not going to say it is going to be that way for you, right? And I would never say that it's a great strategy just to have one script. I think the whole point of being an artist is to, you know, make multi- be prolific, make multiple works. Because to think that just, you know, one thing is going to be the thing is kind of crazy, you know? It's not a good strategy to have. You want to have multiple options all the time and multiple things on the go because there's so many variables in this industry and to put your eggs all in one basket is not smart. But don't think you have to wait until you can show people your work. Don't think you have to wait until you can actually sell it and make money. Don't think you have to prove something. 
uh, somebody reached out to me recently, a screenwriter, and, you know, he said, I've written five scripts and I feel they're really good and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he's not actually shown them to anyone because he felt he had to get better. And, you know, at a certain point, friend, you got to put the stuff out there. Otherwise, this is crazy. You know, you don't write scripts to just keep them on your computer. That is not the point of a screenplay. If you're writing screenplays, I want you to take the steps, the brave steps to actually take them out into the world and try to sell them or make them yourself. But don't just sit on them. Okay. So take action before you're ready. Don't feel like you have to prove yourself. I remember when I first went to the Cannes Film Festival to try to sell my script and it's hilarious. I mean, you know, I was a yoga teacher in Barcelona and there I was, I, I, I just went to the Cannes Film Festival. I was living in Barcelona, so it wasn't that far to go. I hired a car though. I drove up there the four hours or something, you know, and I remember going up to people and saying, I'm a screenwriter. And I felt like such a liar, <laughs> you know, because I wasn't a screenwriter. I was a yoga teacher. I'd written one screenplay, but I would say to people, I'm a screenwriter and I have this screenplay. And I just thought to heck with it. I'm just going to pretend and this is what I mean about taking action before you are ready. If I had waited until I felt like I had earned the right to say I was a screenwriter, I probably waited and would have waited another three years, right? And that's three years that would have been wasted because actually, because I took that step of taking action before I was ready, because I went to Cannes and told people I was a screenwriter, even when I'd only written one screenplay, you know what? I sold that screenplay and I became a screenwriter. That's how it happened. And that's how it always happens. You become the thing you want to be before you actually are it in order to become it. Does that make sense? <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it again. You become the thing you want to be before you are it in order to become it. So if you want to be a screenwriter, you have to be one now. It's not something that's in the future. You'd start just acting like a screenwriter. Act like a screenwriter. Write the screenplays. Sell the screenplays. Don't think it's, you know, you'll only earn the right to call yourself a screenwriter after the fact. No, 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 no. You are a screenwriter now. And when you do that, trust me, the world will catch up with you. Now let's talk about filmmaking. <clears throat> because when it comes to filmmaking, and we talk about this idea about taking action before you're ready, I mean, the rubber really hits the road here. Because obviously, uh, tons of people have this idea that uh, to direct a movie, they have to really work up to that. They have to learn a lot of things. <laughs> Some people seem to think they have to learn everything about filmmaking, like all the technical details, all the different positions, right? So there's definitely like three main things that people seem to think they have to do before they could direct a movie. The first thing is often they think they need to go to film school. And I am not poo-pooing film school. I just want to make that clear, okay? And I'm not poo-pooing also, uh, you know, university courses for screenwriting or any of that. I am not doing that. If you feel the calling to do those or you feel like that that will be a rich and, you know, vital step for you to take, then take that step. Go to film school. Go to, uh, you know, a writing course, whatever, right? I'm not saying don't do it. But I am saying it's not necessary, Right? Becoming a film director isn't like becoming a surgeon. You don't need a freaking license for it. Right? Nobody's going to die if you make a bad movie. Unlike, you know, if you're a brain surgeon and you haven't got the proper qualifications, right? So, you know, you can direct a movie without a qualification and you don't have to go to film school. If you want to go, go. But if you don't, don't. Okay. You don't have to go. The second thing when it comes to directing features is lots of people seem to think you have to make multiple shorts. 
One lady actually wrote to me, a, a filmmaker, and she said she had made five shorts that had played well at festivals, won awards, you know, and they'd played at legit festivals. Like, I can't remember the exact ones, but, they, you know, it wasn't like just, you know, like totally backwoods film festivals. There was a couple of, you know, major ones. And she wrote to me and she asked me, you know, do you think I'm ready to direct a feature? Should I make another short? And I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, if you're not ready now, lady, come on, step up. Right. And I think this is the thing, like, especially for women, often uh, we have this idea, you know, we really have to be qualified in order to do the job. Right. No, you don't. No, you don't. You jump in there and you will learn on the job and you will figure it out. And you know why? Because you are a badass who can do that. Right. (laughs) That's how it works. You don't have to be super qualified in order to do this. You don't have to have made five shorts of won awards. You actually don't even have to have made a single short. No, just like say, when I directed my first feature, Obsolidia, I had not directed a single short. Now, I'm not saying that, that, again, that you shouldn't direct shorts. If you want to direct shorts, please, please, please direct shorts. You know, I love short films. They're great, right? But it's kind of like if you want to write a novel, you don't have to write short stories first. They're different formats. You know, they're different mediums. If you feel drawn to writing short stories, write short stories. But if you want to write a novel, write a freaking novel. And it's the same when it comes to directing films. If you feel drawn to creating shorts, making shorts, go for it. But if you want to direct a feature, you don't have to do shorts. It's, it's not true. Okay, I'm just here to dispel that myth. Another thing that people seem to think that in order to direct a movie, they first have to work in many different crew positions. They really have to get a lot of on-set experience. And I know a lot of people then sort of like take a very long-winded route to get to the director's chair. You know, they become a runner, then they become a second, second AD, and then they become a second AD, and then maybe they move up to first, but really they want to direct, you know, or they go into the camera department, but really they want to direct, or they go into the art, you know, art department, but really they want to direct. And I just go, stop, stop. (laughs) First of all, you don't have to know everyone's position to be a director. You don't have to know their jobs. It is not necessary. Okay. The whole idea of directing is this, and it's probably like being a conductor of an orchestra. The conductor couldn't play all the different parts. He doesn't know every single instrument. He couldn't play them with the technical skill of the different musicians. No, that's not the point. The conductor has the vision and oversees it, right? And it's the same with making a movie. As the director, you don't have to know all the different positions. You don't have to know their jobs, right? What you have to know is the overall vision for the movie and then communicate it to all the different people who are working on the movie so that they can use their skills to realize it, right? And you don't have to know their jobs, I mean, I still don't know what a freaking C-stand is, which is going to horrify some of you. And some of you will be like, what is a C-stand? And some of you will be like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. But I've directed three movies, you know, and I still don't know. And I don't care because it's not my job and it's not my zone of genius and it's not my interest, right? What I bring to the film set is a vision for the movie, you know? I am steering that ship, I'm the captain of the ship and I'm going to steer it. I know exactly where we're heading and I know exactly what I need from everybody, but I don't need to know their jobs. And to be honest, a director who tries to know everybody's job is going to just be a pain in the ass, right? It's not necessary. So jumping in before you are ready. Going back to the first point, you learn by doing, right? Now, I like to keep things very simple. Another model that I have is really do what you want to do, not what you think you have to do, right? So if you want to direct movies, do what you want to do 
not what you think you have to do, right? Make it simple for yourself. So if you want to work in the art department, work in the art department. If you want to work in camera, work in camera. But if you want to direct movies, just direct movies. Don't confuse the issue. Don't go down a wild goose chase. Don't take a big detour. Just own it, right? You want to direct the movies. If you want to direct features, do it. And this is what I mean by jumping in before you're ready. You don't wait. You don't have to prove yourself. You don't have to do all these other things. You just choose to be a director and you put yourself up for that position and you do it. You make it happen. You direct a feature. Now, often we don't want to jump in before we're ready because we want to get it right, right? <laughs> you know, and I think this is a kind of a form of perfectionism sometimes, you know, it's like, well, I have to be prepared. And we're kind of taught that from school, I guess, right? We're taught that we should really prepare because the worst thing that could happen is that you could fail. So that would be the worst thing, that you fail, you get an F on something, right? So you have to do all the work beforehand to make sure you avoid that outcome of getting an F. And this sort of bleeds into our lives as creatives sometimes. You know, we're like, I'm not going to send out my script until it's 100% there, until it's better, better, better. I'm not going to do it until I've got like 10 scripts. You know, I'll direct a feature when I'm ready, like really ready. I think I should do another short maybe. I think maybe I should go do another course. Maybe I would like study some more. I'll sign up for those master classes and do some more of those, right? You know, and then I'll be ready, you know? And I just want to say, I think a lot of this has nothing to do with really preparing ourselves or really creating a situation where we can, where we can succeed. I think it's fear. I'm going to call it out. It's fear. We're afraid of making fools of ourselves. We're afraid of failing. We're afraid of being judged, right? So we hide behind this sort of very respectable veneer of I'm learning, I'm paying my dues when I'm ready. You know, I'm going to go and do another course. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do my short. But I will honestly say this to you. My greatest successes have come when I just dove in, when I had even no business to dive in. And I just told you about selling my first screenplay, going to con. I'm a screenwriter. This is my screenplay. Just like, who was I? You know, a yoga teacher from Barcelona. I had no business being there saying that, right? But I sold the screenplay. And then later, you know, when I directed my first feature, right? I had no business to step into the director's chair. People do actually go like, what? You did what? You know, I hadn't been to film school, right? I hadn't directed a short. I had not directed anything before, and there I was directing my feature. Now I'm going to be honest though. I felt honestly like no one could direct that movie better than me. And that might sound crazy, but I really felt that because I'd written it. It was from my heart. I just could see the whole movie in my head. It was so personal to me that I felt no other director would do it justice. They wouldn't understand it the way I understood it. It was mine. It was my baby. It was mine to create. It was my vision. And that's what gave me the courage to just jump in. But of course, I was jumping in. I was going to do something that I was not ready to do at all, right? I was taking action way before I was ready. And what that looked like in real terms was like on the first day of set, for instance, their sound guy said, you know, here's your, here's your headphones. And I was like, why would I need headphones? <laughs> you know, I had no idea why I might want to wear headphones as a director. None, you know. Then halfway through the, the, the first day of shooting, I was kind of like, 
oh, you know, because I couldn't really hear the actors. I'm standing back behind the camera and I can't quite hear them because they're whispering something. And I was like, okay, headphones would be good. But, you know, I learned by doing. I learned by doing. Did I look like a fool at times? I'm sure I did. I'm sure sometimes the cast and crew were like, oh my gosh, she really doesn't know what she's doing. And that's fine. I don't care. I don't care if I look like a fool at times. And if the film that I made was no good, that's okay too. Because here's the thing. We don't learn by staying safe. We don't learn by not doing. We don't learn by consuming. We don't learn by reading about things. We don't really learn by, you know, watching the YouTube videos or listening to the podcasts. How we will really learn to do what we want to do, how we will become who we want to become is by taking the action before you're ready and learning through doing. So if you feel called to do it, you know, if you feel called to write scripts, to sell them, to make movies, that's all you need. I have this thing, like, you don't, you don't have that calling for no reason. Like, if you were not, if you didn't have the ability to do those things, you wouldn't have the desire to do them. Have you ever thought about that? Like, there's some things that go on in the world, like, say, I see, you know, divers diving off a high board, and I'm like, wow, that's amazing, that's awesome, I admire them immensely. I have no calling, I have no desire to do it. I have no envy of someone that wins five golds as a diver, because it's not me, right? It's not part of my soul's destiny. But if you have the calling to write scripts, if you have the calling to make films, it's there for a reason. And that's all you need. And that is the basis for everything. Take the next step. Listen to your inner guidance. Take the next step, whether you're ready or not. And you will succeed. Because even if you don't at first, even if things don't work out the way you want, that's okay because you will have learned so much more by taking the step than by sitting in your armchair thinking about it. Trust me. So take the action. Step up. Do the thing you dream of. Do not wait until you're ready. You are you. You are amazing. And you're already enough. You're ready. Do it. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me today for the second episode of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. If you are enjoying this, if you love this, please, please, please leave me a review. I would love to hear from you or take a screenshot of this and share me some thoughts about it on Instagram. I'm there every day at Diane Bell. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful to have you with me. All right. Have a great week. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.